Trauma to Triumph podcast. I'm Annabelle Ingleton. I'm your host. I'm a trauma-informed coach. I help people heal their brain and body from the effects of trauma. And this week, we are going to talk about whether or not your trauma or your unhealed trauma is causing you to attract certain people in your life. This has been a topic that has come up quite a bit with my new round of clients that I have this quarter, late 2021. And it's come up because um, a lot of the women that I'm coaching this quarter have partners that they're not very happy with. And um, they're in relationships that they're not thriving in. Um, Obviously, they were chose these partners when they were in the midst of obviously not having healed their trauma and now they're finally doing the work and the topic of conversation with around whether or not one of my clients attracted this partner of hers because she was in a very traumatized place came up and my answer to her was a very simple yes and I'm gonna say this uh, unapologetically and I think it might ruffle some people's feathers but I do have a very thorough uh, explanation as to why I think this is the case for many people and for myself and I think for every person out there um, having addressed and done the work right to understand what's happened to you in your past how your past traumas have affected your life now and in you know whether your teenagers your childhood your 20s 30s 40s and now you have a life that looks a certain way all right. Um, specifically, I'm referring to like romantic partners. All right. So let's talk about that specifically. So when my client asked me this, um, I gave her like an, I gave her a very clear yes. And I'm going to explain to you the explanation I gave her. Okay. So there's a difference between between attracting people and allowing people in your life. Two very very different things. Okay. I believe that you can attract all kinds of different people to you, right? I'm a woman. I'm a single woman. I attract many different types of men. Um, I attract short, tall, thin, overweight, you know, every nationality, every attachment style, every every love language, every everything, right? A woman, a person is going to attract all kinds of people to themselves, who you allow to stay around and who you allow to keep in your life is very, very different. And I believe that who you allow in your life is indicative of the value that you believe you have, that the value that believe that you believe you offer and the self-worth that you create in yourself. If you believe that you are a 10 10 out of 10 and you believe that you deserve a partner who's a 10 out of 10 just like you and that you're kind and generous and 
attractive and very smart and have a great career and you love your body and you're fit and you um, have done all your healing work and you're, you know, make a lot of money and whatever, whatever you would, let's say that's like, that's the person that we're talking about, right? They're going to have a pretty self height. They, you, you would, one would argue, one would say that they have a really high self-concept, right? They think they're a 10 and they believe that that's what they deserve because uh, for whatever reason, and let's say specifically because they've done the work. Okay. So I'm going to stop there and then I'm going to change to give you guys a different view. Now let's talk about someone who is 60, 70 pounds overweight, maybe would even be considered obese. Okay. By a medical professional, they hate their job. They hate their body. They feel very unhealthy. They have tons of unprocessed trauma. They are addicted to alcohol. They eat very poorly in terms of unhealthy meals, um, don't exercise, don't take care of their body. They hate their friendships. They don't have very many friendships. Um, They make low, low, low income. Okay, let's say like 20 thousand dollars a year let's say okay um they don't think they're attractive they have a very moody personality and they don't really care for life they're not joyous and they just like life just passes them by and they just like are just getting by every day um what kind of a person do you think that this person person b is going to believe that they deserve in their life. It's probably going to be something very different than the first person, right? The one that thinks that they're a 10 out of 10, all right? And what I believe is causing person B to not believe that they deserve a 10 out of 10 person is their self-concept of themselves, okay, of themselves, their, the way that they see themselves, the way that they value themselves, so their ability to believe how worthy they are, um, has everything to do with their own self-concept, their self-value, and their self-worth, okay, and one of the first things that takes the biggest hits when you've experienced trauma, whether it's lowercase trauma or uppercase trauma, is your self-concept, Limiting beliefs are the most common thing that come from unhealed trauma. You guys have heard me say this so many times. Trauma creates limiting beliefs in yourself. It creates unpleasant emotions, which then creates un, um, it creates stories and thoughts about the world. And then it creates behaviors in your life, which then gives you a certain result that you have, right? And let's talk about the behaviors. You have either coping mechanisms that you're doing to deal with the pain that you're experiencing from the trauma. And you also have behavioral adaptations. So personality traits that have now come and have been created as a result of the experiences you've had in your life. And so you're trying to protect yourself from the bad things ever happening. And you're trying to protect yourself and make good things happen. Okay. So if your self-concept and gets affected one of the things that I notice and and guys when I say this I'm, I'm referring to myself as well I was very much in this camp okay before I did any of this work um you people get very um doubtful of themselves 
they second guess their value. There's a lot of limiting beliefs that come along with experiencing trauma, right? So things like I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, I'm not attractive, I'm not smart, I can't do it, I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too whatever. And all these things affect your the way you look at yourself, the way you believe what kind of a person you think you are and how valuable you think you are okay and if your self-concept isn't very high you will not believe that you deserve a high quality person either so you will accept the bare minimum aka attract a person that isn't very high quality and high quality guys is going to be very subjective but I'm going to be I'm going to be like pretty generalized when it comes to what I think the majority of the world believes as as um, uh, high quality and low quality. I think the first person that I spoke about that's, you know, done a lot and work has done like their healing work and works out and takes care of their body and um, is a great communicator and expresses their needs and has a really high secure attached um, attachment style. Um has a great career that they love. Uh, they're just all around healthy, right? And a person who is maybe the complete opposite of that, right? Like the person B um, may believe, and I think not even may is probably the case for most people like this. They're not going to believe that they deserve very much because they don't believe themselves to be very much, okay? And that's the difference between attracting someone and allowing someone, okay? This Person B might meet someone, let's say online dating or at a bar somewhere or at a restaurant and they might be kind of attractive, not really, but just, you know, mediocre and let's say it's a woman and because this mediocre looking kind of guy comes up to them and person B, this woman is very insecure and, you know, doesn't think she's very beautiful and doesn't trust herself and um, has had a lot of shit happen to her and a lot of bad relationships and has been cheated on and hasn't addressed any of her trauma and became came from an abusive home, um, a lot of poverty, or uh, maybe her home was okay, but now she's made a lot of mistakes in her adult life and um, has had a couple DUIs and drinks a lot and um, keeps choosing bad guy after bad guy. And now this guy comes up to her and he looks okay. Um, you know, kind of talks to her kind of just like whatever, like, Hey girl, what's up? And, you know, and she's like, you know, really surprised that this guy would even talk to her. Um, he may be, let's say just basic low, low, quote unquote, low quality person. Like, let's say like person B, right? Um, guys, and I'm not talking shit. Please don't take, I hope I'm not triggering anybody here. That's not my intention. I'm trying to paint a picture of a certain type of person that's not healed. Okay. Um, and when I say not healed, someone that's not doing the work, someone that doesn't understand their traumas, doesn't know their triggers, doesn't know their attachment style, um, doesn't have boundaries, doesn't know how to regulate their emotions, um, has no idea what's happened to them and understand the effects of trauma has had in their lives, blames other people for all their mistakes and all their, you know, the, what their life looks like, um, just the basic unhealthy, mentally and emotionally unhealthy person, okay? So let's say person B meets a guy like that and because she doesn't think very highly of herself, she's going to accept anyone who comes along because she doesn't think she's very valuable and if she doesn't think she's very valuable she's going to consider anybody that comes along to like whoa they 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 actually like me like I'm not even really 
really like a good quality person, but they like me. And who's this guy? Like, they're not going to vet them out. They're not going to take time to get to know them. They're going to be flattered by any attention. And they're not going to be even cognizant of the fact that they have to now do the choosing themselves. They're going to just, if someone pays attention to them because it doesn't happen too often, they'll accept anyone that comes along. Okay. And what if this person is just as bad as her, if not worse, like maybe does illegal, you know, sells drugs and does drugs and um, uh, makes money completely illegally, right? Or um, doesn't take care of his children, has like three children and doesn't take care of them. And he's just all around, you know, probably even worse than her. But she'll accept him because she doesn't have a high concept of herself. And so she just settles. This is the difference between between attracting someone into your life that's not really quote unquote a good person or allowing someone into your life. She could easily vet this person out and say, mm, oh, you're, you do drugs and you do this and you don't take care of your kid. No, I'm not going to, I don't want to date someone like that. Okay. When you respect yourself and you, ha- and you love yourself, you will not just allow anybody into your life. You're going to again, like vet someone out, you're going to get to know someone before you even consider maybe even giving them your phone number or, you know, get to know them on a friendship basis first, or you're not going to just like jump at it and, and accept anyone's date, um, offer and move in with them. And, but a lot of people who are really unhealthy mentally and emotionally will do this because they don't have these values or self-respect enough to vet someone out and understand that, they have plenty of time to meet someone. They're very patient. They know that they have to kind of get to know somebody on a friendship basis first and then let things happen organically. They don't rush, right? Because person A, let's say, values herself very, very highly and holds herself in really high regard. And she's going to think very differently than person B, right? Person A won't attract a quote-unquote loser type person because she doesn't believe she deserves that type of person that type of person will come up to her and she'll say um no thank you like I appreciate it but I'm not interested and keep it moving person b will say will be flattered by any type of attention because she doesn't even get it that often or if she does doesn't hold herself in high regard enough to vet the person out and just accepts it and so and she'll chalk it up to oh I just attract these type of men all the time no that's I completely disagree you she could ask the questions and then decide that she doesn't want to be with them but instead person b again will just accept whatever they whatever comes along and I find that a lot of people not just women it just so happens that this cohort this group of like the last quarter of clients that I took all of them are all of them are women so it's so nice but um some of these women that I've been um, working with have have questioned why they've attracted certain types of men into their life and I've had to have these discussions with them like sweetie you didn't it didn't just like fall on your lap no one just like stays in your life unless you allow them to and you didn't just attract them you attract women attract all kinds of men you guys please know that right you would probably attract every type of man I don't care who you are as if you're a woman men love all kinds of women men are very like 
they're amazing and they just were like tall, skinny, whatever, right? They, they will be attracted to whoever, any kind of woman. So I bet you um, every type of man will be attracted to you, but it's your job, right? To decide who, what kind of man you, or person you think you deserve in your life. Um, it's trauma that whether it's a lowercase trauma that you've experienced or, or an uppercase trauma, trauma affects the way that you look at yourself trust yourself and value yourself. And if you haven't done the work, you're way more, you're living out of your wounded and your protector parts and, and your critic, your critic part. Um, and you're being driven by them most of the time. And they don't have a lot of self-respect. They don't value you very highly. Okay. Um, but when you're living from your higher self, when you have more access to that higher self, that self-led energy, that that part of you guys, oh my gosh, she just, or it, I should say, they really believe that you're, you deserve the best man ever. Okay. You deserve like a 10 out of 10, the kindest, the sweetest, the most respectful, like the most handsome, everything. You deserve everything. Okay. Um, your higher self also isn't going to be very pretentious. It's not going to be like, he needs to be a billionaire. He needs to have a six pack. Like, I don't, I don't think your highest self is that is pretentious like that, but it does very, it does very much hold you in very high regard and it will believe that you deserve the best when you haven't healed a lot of your trauma. You're working from your protective parts all the time. You're living in that, in those wounded, triggered childlike parts and they do the picking. You guys, what is a wounded little seven-year-old part of you? What kind of a man is she going to choose when she's been abandoned by her dad? She's going to grasp onto anything that comes along, anything. Because she'll say, oh my gosh, my dad didn't want me, but you're a man and you want me. I will take it. If you haven't processed your trauma, if you haven't worked through your stuff, right? You have a seven-year-old picking your man. And sorry to say, guys, but she doesn't know what she doesn't know how to pick a man for you. You, your higher self knows how to pick a man. She does not. So she will select anybody, anybody that gives her some type of love and attention and affection. Right. So that's why I say that if you've experienced trauma, it can it affects the kind of it will affect if you haven't done a lot of your healing work, it will affect the kind of person that you quote unquote attract or allow in your life. This also applies to, um, it even applies to like your jobs and your money. I had a, um, a client recently talk to me about, she mentioned that she didn't think that she, um, was, you know, she, she said, I don't, I don't get paid enough at my job. And I said, mm, I disagree. I think you get paid exactly what you believe you deserve. And she's like, no, I don't. I think I should get paid like, you know, $200,000 a year or something like that. And I said, well, and how much are you making now? And she's like, I'm making like 70000 I said, okay, well, you accepted the job, right? You took the job. You knew what you, you were getting paid when you took it. And she said, yeah. And I said, okay, you believed that you deserve $70,000 a year and that's why you got it. And I didn't say this to be, you know, like condescending and she, she co-signed on it. She's like, you know what? You're totally right. She was in a place where she needed a job in the worst way Um. They even, you know, they gave her the job offer. She even countered back at like maybe like ten or fifteen thousand dollars more a year. They countered back and said, "No, we're sticking to our first, you know, our first offer." And she accepted it. What I explained to her was, I said, "If you really believe that you deserved two hundred thousand dollar a year career, um, you would, you would have waited until you found that job. 
Like you would have been like, no, I will not accept a job that doesn't pay me this much. I am only going to apply for jobs that will pay me $150,000 plus or I won't even entertain a job. And you could have, guess what you, guess what would have happened? You would have gotten a job that pays you one hundred and fifty or $200,000 a year because you would have believed that you, you deserve that. And when you hold out and because you believe you deserve that kind of pay, you're going to find that job. Eventually you will, may, will it maybe take a little bit longer? Probably but I guarantee you're going to find it, right? She's amazingly smart, so great, and has a great personality, hard worker, um, degrees, you know, all the way up to PhD. I mean, she's so talented, so educated. She deserves to get paid that much. But in the moment that she was in, you know, the place that she was at in her life, she needed a job and um, accepted what they offered. This is no different, my friends, than what we accept from a, a relationship, from the people that we that come into our lives. You have the ability to say no to certain people, certain friends, certain family members, certain uh, people that you're dating. And you can say, you know what? You're kind of shitty and you're an a-hole and I don't want to date you. <laughs> um, but I will tell you that when you tend to attract who you believe you are. If, um, if you believe that you don't deserve much, well, you're going to accept somebody that doesn't give you or offer you very much, okay? Um, I also believe that when you've done a lot of this work that allows your protector and wounded parts to quiet down and um, not drive the car anymore and it's allowing your highest self to drive, you are in a place where you feel very safe, where the world feels very safe. And when the world feels very safe, um, you are able to feel capable of manifesting and attracting and allowing like high things, like just many things to come into your life. If you don't believe um, the world to be safe, which is the first, the first and most important thing that I believe trauma takes away from people is their safety. People do not feel safe when they've been subjected to high levels of trauma. That's the first thing that people um get torn from them is their ability to feel safe in their body, to feel safe in their world, to feel safe in their families, to feel safe in relationships, to feel safe with money, to feel safe in their own jobs or home, okay, is safety. That that gets taken away first. And when you don't feel safe in the world, it's you're not going to trust people. You're not going to um, believe that anything's possible. You're constantly really guarded, right? And it really hinders your ability to create the kind of world you want, which in turn affects the kind of, it affects um, the ability to attract the kind of career you want and attract the kind of money that you want to earn and um, create the kind of body that you want to have and the relationships you want to have because you may or may not believe that you deserve that, okay? And I will also, I think, I, I do feel like I've, I've uh, pled my case on, on why I believe that unhealed trauma affects the quality of person that you'll attract or allow in your life. I've just seen it too often. I, I did it myself when I was younger. Oh my God, I would settle for the biggest assholes or just guys that were just, you know, whatever, like unhealthy, you know, unloyal type of people but because I didn't think that I deserved very much back then you know in my 20s I was just like even in my early 30s like I settled for 
<laughs> you know, just not high quality people. But guess what? I thought I was really crappy back then. You know, I felt really sh- shitty. I didn't love myself. I didn't love my career. I didn't love my body. I didn't love my my past. I didn't um, love all my quirks and my personality and where I lived, the money I made, the career, nothing. Ugh, I hated everything I had. So if I didn't love myself or the life that I've created, how could I, how could I be, um, how could I think that I'm going to um, attract someone that has a life that they absolutely adore? Someone who's like a 10 out of 10, right? Let's say a man that's just like so healthy, so just in such a great place in their life. They're going to see me and be like, you think your life is miserable. Why would I want to be a part of it? Right? And it really does play into guys when you've done your work the level of person that you will attract in your life, the level, the kind of career you're going to accept or, or believe that you can, that you can go for the business you create, the amount of money that you believe that you deserve. The, um, if you're an entrepreneur, right? Like the, the value that you offer, the chart, like the, the pricing that you offer in your, in your services that you have so much is connected to your self-concept and unfortunately, although your career and your value as a business person is very separate and very different than who you are as a person, we take our self-value and our self-concept into our work. You are your job. You are the position that you, the title that you hold, the tasks that you do at your, whether it's a nine to five, whether you're a manager, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're um, anything that you do, you have your own business, you sell products, whatever. You are the one that's doing that career, that that role, and if your con- your self concept is really low, well, guess what? You're not gonna, you're probably not gonna believe that you deserve very much. So you're not gonna really value your value yourself highly, and you're probably not gonna get paid very much. And then it just goes on from there, right? So I do believe the difference between um, attracting people into your life and allowing people in your life are very different, right? Attracting people, you can attract all kinds of people. Um, but who you believe that you um, will allow to stay is, I believe, uh, informed so much by your self-concept and your self-value and your self-love and your self-respect, which can be very, very high after you've done a lot of this healing work. And it can be very, very low if you haven't ever done it. Okay, because you you believe all those unfortunate limiting beliefs. Okay, and guys, I'm not saying that your 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 value is low if you haven't done the work. Oh, please, let me clear that up really quickly. That is not true. You just you just haven't done the work to debunk and um, understand that all those limit, limiting beliefs that that come from your trauma are completely untrue. They're all freaking lies. All of it's a lie. You are valuable. You're perfect. You are a fucking diamond. You deserve the best. You are perfect. But what I'm saying is that when you haven't addressed those wounds, all those stories that those wounds have come up with about yourself, you believe it, unfortunately. And because you believe that, you believe a lie, um, it's going to affect who you attract and allow in your life, right? So if this isn't a plead for you to investigate you know your past your emotional wounds um understand those you know those shadows behind all the the um the lies that come from from your unhealed trauma right 
and um, it's, the, I mean, you'll, you'll when you realize that it's affecting who you attract into your life, a lot of people tell me like, wow, I'm so glad I started doing this work because they've, you know, recognized that some relationships weren't healthy, some friendships weren't healthy, some familial um, relationships weren't healthy. Um, I have a lot of clients who unfortunately, or, but fortunate for them because they were very happy to do so after the fact, have, you know, they end up filing for divorce, they break up with people, they start dating, they start attracting amazing people, but they make big changes um, in their relationships because this healing work really uncovers that perfect diamond underneath all that dirt and rocks that that trauma build around it and they now have full access to that beautiful high self and their self-concepts pretty dope and they believe they deserve the best and maybe they look at the person that they're with now and say oh this is this is just not they're, they're a great person but they're just not for me now we've changed you know I've changed so I do believe that your unhealed trauma does affect who you attract into your life who you allow in your life and I will tell you, my friend, if you haven't begun understanding what has happened to you and how it's created all these things in your life, um, I, I welcome you to do so. Take this as um, a sign that maybe it's time to start looking into your past and understanding how those things have created limiting beliefs about yourself and a lot of the unpleasant emotions that you have and some of the thoughts and stories that you've made up about the world and then some of the behaviors that you've started doing or maybe not doing or maybe some of the things that you've avoided right that have now created this life that you have that you're maybe not very happy with that's what happens that's what that's why people tend to uh, will not tend to that's why every person that comes to work with me that's where they're at they realize that something's wrong they're stuck they're unfulfilled they're not living life at the level that they know they should be living um, they've really lost touch with their intuition, with their highest self. And they, they get glimpses here and there. They hear that voice every now and then. And they say, I want full access to that. Um, and all you can, all of you can have it. You have a hundred percent available. It's available to you. And, um, this is my invitation to you to do the work. I will not say that it's easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. Um, it's rather painful, um, many times, you know, there's a lot of days that you're, you're kind of uncovering things about yourself and it's just like, fuck, what, what have I been doing? And this is so, you know, a lot of painful emotions come up and, um, unpleasant ones will, you know, kind of hang around there for a while, but it's nothing that you can't handle. Um, when I work with my clients, um, I'm there holding their hands through it all. And, um, there's so many amazing coaches and therapists out there for you to, to do the work with. Um, I invite you to, you know, dig a little bit into what I do and how I help people heal their brain and body from the effects of trauma, because it is available for you. I used to be a hot mess. I was a walking ball of anxiety and stress and fear and self-doubt and insecurity and I now regard myself as someone who, man, just really loves loves life, loves myself, um, trusts myself. Um, for the most part, I feel like I'm in pretty often self-led energy and I'm living out my purpose. Um, I'm creative and, and confident and happy and, you know, compassionate with others. And a lot of, you know, all that came from doing all the work. 
Um, but it is available to you, my friend. And I invite you to do this work because it will definitely up-level the type of person and people that you're attracting into your life. If you want to change that, this is an invitation to do to do so. All right, because you will you will change who you allow in your life. It's it's a beautiful byproduct of it of this work. So I hope this episode was helpful. Um, I will again. I stand by everything that I said in this episode. I hope I hope this was helpful in in whatever way that even if you took you know one tidbit of information from this. Um, again, I'm Annabelle Ingleton. I'm a trauma informed coach. If you're interested in working with me, um, there is a link in the show notes to my waitlist. I will be taking new clients come January 2022 for the first quarter of the year, and um, sign up because that's the only way you're going to get notified as to when I'm taking clients. And I only take clients from my waitlist. Okay, so um, definitely sign up to work with me there, um, and I will see you next week. Have a good one.